When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Early in the second period, Kraken and Golden Knights now in a 2-2 tie. Islanders lead the Blue Jackets 1-0. No score, Devils and Sabres late in the first. Tampa Bay leading St. Louis 3-1. End of the first period, Detroit with a 1-0 lead on Arizona. Cop has the goal there. Uh, also, still in the first period, Jets and Stars are tied 2-2 earlier. Calgary is shut out 3-0 in Washington. Maple Leafs beat the Wild 4-3. Canadians over the Blackhawks 3-2 in a shootout. Bruins win in overtime 3-2 against Carolina. Senators pound Anaheim 5-1. Penguins over the Flyers 4-1. Western Hockey League tonight, first minute of the second period in Swift Current. Broncos lead your Edmonton Oil Kings 2-0. Oilers, Rangers tomorrow morning. I'll join you for the face-off show at 9.30 in the morning. And the game will start at 11. Okay, well, a few days ago, this gentleman won the Grey Cup as a result of one of the craziest fourth quarters that I have ever seen. He, of course, is from Edmonton. He played for the U of A Golden Bears. Please welcome to the show Toronto Argos offensive lineman, Justin Lawrence. Justin, you're on with Reed. How are you doing? I'm good, Reed. How are you? I, well, I'm doing very well. You, you you still sound incredibly upbeat. It's been a pretty fun week, I guess, eh? <laughs> yeah, honestly, this week's been unbelievable. Um, you know, just kind of cherishing the moment a little bit, celebrating with my teammates, um, in a little bit of a recovery mode now that I just got home today, but it's it's been unbelievable. Well, good for you, and I, I'm going to start, I guess, Justin, with the end of the game. So there's just over 40 seconds left, and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers have a field goal <laughs> to go ahead, and you're on the sidelines. Can you tell yeah. us your experience of that play and the aftermath? Uh, that, that, that last minute of the game was probably one of the most stressful experiences of my life. Um, you know, just watching them, we had that, uh, unfortunate penalty there on third down when, uh, Robbie got the sack there, but they called it for face masking. So, um, you know, w w once he got that sack, you know, I kind of, you know, damn, you thought the game was over. So, um, when they called that penalty and then, you know, it got into field goal position lined up, um, you know, all, all I could really do was pray that they missed it. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I wasn't overly too worried because we still would have had around, you know, 40-some seconds left on offense to basically get in field goal position. We're only down – we would have only been down two points at the time that they had made that field goal. So I still felt confident, but the, uh, just watching that field goal and, you know, seeing it come off his foot and then Robbie again who made the play of the game by blocking that field goal was honestly one of the most unbelievable experiences. We just got to go out there onto the field take three knees and you know we were great cup champions so it, it was unbelievable did you and i asked this because every once in a while you'll see guys on the sidelines with their heads down or a towel over their head 
Did you watch that field goal, or do you turn away and just wait for a reaction or, or something? No, I, I I had to watch it. Um, for me personally, it's just I, I couldn't I couldn't not watch. I needed to see what was going on. So, um, you know, I, I was standing with a group of my guys, uh, the old linemen. We were just kind of watching it go down. And uh, the minute I seen that, you know, I, I didn't I didn't really know. Is I figured it was blocked the way it bounced down. But the minute I seen it hit the ground, we grabbed the football and he went on knees like a just big sigh of relief. It was it was unbelievable. I'm telling you, it was it was. I'll never forget that moment. The, the storylines in that fourth quarter were everywhere. You mentioned the penalty where you guys probably yeah. would have won the game right there. If it hadn't have been a penalty, you guys had a field goal block that would have extended your lead, all that kind of stuff. And yeah. you also, by the way, had your starting quarterback, McLeod Bethel-Thompson, leave the game about halfway through the fourth quarter, and Chad Kelly came in. So tell us about <laughs> the mood for the offense when you found out you had to change quarterbacks late in the championship game. Yeah, that, 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 that's another great story. Um, I remember going out onto the field there um, in the huddle. All of a sudden, I see Chad coming into the huddle. Um, and I'm sitting there like, oh, okay. Like, you know, maybe we're doing, like, especially play with Chad. You know, Chad's, Chad's got the ability to to make plays with his legs, like, any as good as any quarterback in the league. So, you know, I thought maybe we were going to do something like that. So, Chad comes in, you know, hits a – we run about, like, one play – and then all of a sudden we're no huddle, we're back on the ball again. He's in. I'm like, okay, maybe we're just kind of, you know, going with the flow here a little bit. And then sure enough, you know, uh, it didn't really kick until the second series that you know Chad was in. I didn't know, I didn't know at the time Matt's hand was broken. Um, so Chad came in and what an unbelievable job he did. Um, some of the plays he made that that one on the, I believe it was either second or third or second and 15, I think it was or something like that on that long run, like, he, he did unbelievable, especially for Chad. Like, Chad ver- had very limited playing time all season besides, like, the last game of the season. Um, he hadn't really gotten in too much. So, for him to come and step in into the Grey Cup like that, he did an unbelievable job. Um, and I know he he was absolutely stoked about it afterwards. You know, we had a great time talking about it this week and, you know, celebrating it as well. So, tell me a little bit about staying with it in that situation because the fourth quarter started with Janarian Grant running a punt back for a touchdown to put you guys down nine. Now I know there's a lot of time left and I know that's not an insurmountable deficit, but most it's my experience, Justin, most teams would sooner be ahead by nine points than down nine points if they had a choice. So uh, tell me about like, how did you guys keep it together like did you ever feel like you guys wavered a little bit and had to get back on track or tell me about you know sticking with it throughout that fourth quarter especially after that punt return yeah no for sure and honestly that's where i noticed the most uh, most growth with this team this year um as we kind of progress with the year because you know you know when we they, they went up there um, we had had situations earlier in the season where, you know, we got down and, you know, guys kind of got on each other. You know, we started to collapse a little bit early on in the season. And, you know, it, it, that, that that's how I could really tell we were going to win that game. And I, I just had a great feeling about it because, you know, they, they scored that long touchdown. Like you said, guys have a tendency, you know, put their heads down, you know, be like, you know, nine points. We're in the fourth quarter here, especially playing against a team like Winnipeg, you know, who's very sound. Um, they don't give the ball away too much. Um so that's where we uh, I, I, did, I didn't really blink an eye too much. They scored. We we looked at each other. Me and all the line. We were sitting on the bench talking to coach. We're like, all right, I guess we gotta go score. 
Um, and that's all we can really do because, like, it, it was – that, that was the biggest thing I noticed with our team is, like, we grew so much in that sense because the minute they scored that touchdown, I didn't see one guy drop his head. We all kind of looked at each other. All right, we got a job to do. We want to win this game. We got nine minutes to do it. But, like, that, let's get after it. Well, and I, I believe – you'll correct me if I'm wrong. I think you guys were four and five at the halfway point. And speaking of comeback yeah. wins, one, one of them was in Edmonton. Like, I don't think you guys had the lead against the Elks all day until the final 30 seconds. So you kind of were a team that, you know, didn't start great, but you put some things together as it went along. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, that Edmonton game, we were we were down all game. You know, we, we were kind of in a little bit of a law for most of the game. And then, you know, and we, we took pride in that. Like, when the fourth quarter, fourth quarter comes around, that's when you want to be the best football team. Um, and I thought we did a pretty good job with that all year, um, playing our best football in the fourth quarter. And, um, you know, I think that kind of helped, you know, having success like that. Like you said, in Edmonton, where we were down, um, put together a big fourth quarter, ended up walking away with a victory in that that kind of helps progress because, like you said, we got to that situation where we were down and we're like, okay, you know what, guys, like, we've been here before. Um, we're not down by that much. We can really, like, we can really still win this game. All we got to do is believe in each other, go out there and play our best football. Justin Lawrence joining us on Inside Sports. Great Cup champion with the Toronto Argos in that uh, incredible finish against Winnipeg on Sunday. Who was the first person you called after the game? Oh, I, I to be honest with you, I didn't I didn't call anyone after the game. I had uh, I had my whole family um, in Regina with me. I had my my parents were there, my sister and my girlfriend was there. So um, obviously, right after we we took the knee and started celebrating, I was you know celebrating with my teammates. And then once my family came onto the field, I was celebrating with them. We all got to go into the locker room after um, you know the whole gig with that. You know, pop some champagne drink some beers out of the cup, you know, celebrate like that. And then we, you know, we had a great night at the hotel after they, they hosted a great event for us there. So um, I didn't really, I didn't have to make too many calls right after the game because I, I had, you know, my main people with me there, which was very special. I, I'd never forget that as well. Another memorable moment was Hinoch Mwamba winning MOP and top Canadian. He was so emotional on stage and you know you know long time CFLer who's been a star for a long time finally gets yeah. the championship tell us a little bit about uh, him as a teammate and a person we know he's a great player yeah no for sure that that was the cherry on top of it for Enoch he 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 definitely deserved it um the fact that he got both is, is like speaks to his talent um his dedication and the way he is the leader for us as well you know i i had some great moments with him throughout the season obviously getting the you know during practice and stuff like that going against him he's a he, he's he's almost smarter than he is a better football player and um that that's so important when it comes to football you got to have football smarts and you got to understand offense and stuff like that and i know we we had some great times at practice you know he'd like come around because i'm i'm a center i'm iding all the defensive fronts and stuff like that he'd he'd always come and mess around and be like hey call it this call it this and i'm like no 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 i know i already know what you're gonna do you kind of get to know guys a little bit so he, he's a great guy like we we you know we had moments like that which i'll like always kind of cherish it was just fun but um, for him to win it, though, like he, like you said, he definitely deserves it. He's been around the league so long. I know he worked so hard for it. So for him to walk away with those two in a great cup championship is unbelievable. All right. So I, I believe you just got back to Edmonton today. Uh, what are you going to do now? How are you going to spend the next few weeks? You know, I'm just going to spend the, the next few weeks kind of getting settled back in, you know, moving all my stuff back into my house here, uh, spend a little bit of time with friends and family that I haven't been able to see for a while. Um, you know, and just kind of 
get back into the gym a little bit and then yeah just kind of enjoy the off season while i can and then before next season uh what sports do you watch in the off season do you watch nfl do you watch the oilers nba what do you follow yeah, I follow a lot of NFL. I'm in a fantasy league for NFL. Um, I love watching NBA, basketball. I watch a little bit of hockey here and there. If I can make it to an Oilers game, I'd love that. Um, so, But mostly mostly NFL and NBA are kind of my main sports. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, Justin, just a remarkable game. I mean, I really think that that fourth quarter was just, like I said, just riddled with storylines right down yeah. from the first play of the quarter till the very end. So congratulations. And this is your second. Does, does this one feel different than 2018? How do you, how do you compare yeah, no, this one's extra special. That that one in 18, um, I was actually just talking to my family about that today. Like, you know, I, this whole week's been great because I've just been able to reminisce on everything a little bit. And, and uh, I was telling them how thankful I was for 18 because 18 was a bit of a different experience. I wasn't playing in the game. I was kind of just there. Um, so I really got kind of, for that one, I got to get, was able to sit back and just kind of enjoy the moment, you know, soak it all in. And then when it came time for this one, I was, I was ready for the whole week. I kind of knew what to expect. And, you know, winning the one at, when you're actually playing, you know, starting there, it's, it's it, yeah, it, it's unbelievable. I still honestly haven't really accepted that we just won the championship. So I hasn't really set in. It, it's, I don't know, it's just been a lot of excitement all week. And then, yeah, it's, it's I don't, yeah, it's, it's unforgettable. Well, good for you. I can tell how much you appreciate it. Thanks for taking us down onto the field with how it felt at the time and experiencing all those plays. Thanks a lot for coming on the show, uh, Justin. Hopefully I'll, uh, I'll run into you this winter, man. All the best. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Reed. It's always a pleasure, man. Excellent. That's Justin Lawrence checking in from the uh, Toronto Argos. He gave you all the all the storylines from that fourth quarter, what he was living in uh, all that tension as the Argos pulled out that great cup victory over the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Of course, a former U of A Golden Bear. Love having Justin uh, on the show, and I do uh, definitely congratulate him in grabbing the great cup. You can grab a Team Canada soccer jersey. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, the Certainty Hotline is open, 780-496-0063. Derek will line you up, and uh, then I'm going to ask you a trivia question about Alfonso Davies. And it's I think it's relatively easy. I think it's a more obvious fact about Alfonso Davies. So if you feel confident in your Alfonso Davies knowledge, Give us a call, 780-496-0063, and we'll give away that Team Canada soccer jersey in a couple of minutes. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to 630 Ched Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Oh, yes, little Van Halen on a Friday night. We are going to dance the night away, Derek. Yeah, we are. Great track. Okay, so here's what we have. We got a Team Canada soccer jersey to give away. Uh, thanks to our friends at Sentinel Storage for providing the jerseys. We've given some away on other shows throughout the week. Canada and Croatia coming up on Sunday. 
So there's a trivia question here. Now, sometimes the person who goes first is at a disadvantage. So I'm going to so I'm gonna tell you right now, Manny, you are up first. Don't put Manny on air yet, though, Derek. I, I'll, I'll ask the question, and then I'll give about 10 seconds. Okay, so, okay. so Ma- Manny is up first. If Manny is incorrect, Carlos will go, and, and then third will be Brandon if we still don't have a winner. We have other people after that, but I'll just give the first three in the batting order. So what team... Does Alfonso Davies play for professionally? What team does Alfonso Davies play for professionally? Now, again, I think this is probably relatively easy, especially if you're a Canadian soccer fan and an Alfonso Davies plan uh, fan. But you know, I don't want to. I don't want to jinx people. But what team does Alfonso Davies play for professionally? We will now go to Manny. Manny, do you know the answer? Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich is absolutely correct. Like, how easy was that on a scale of one to ten? That was pretty easy, Reed. You can do better. <laughs> I got. I got. Can I tell you a secret? Absolutely. I didn't, I didn't come up with this trivia question. It was provided to me. I probably would have okay. done something much weirder. <laughs> I've been calling in every every time you've guys been giving up the jerseys, but uh, got lucky tonight. So thank you. All right. So what do you? Did you watch the match on Wednesday? Did you have time to watch? Uh, hopefully. Work people aren't listening, but uh, yes, I did manage to watch the whole game. Yeah. What do you think? We couldn't finish. We we did everything, but we just couldn't put in the net. Hopefully, now, hopefully Sunday against Croatia, we can do that. Now, are 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 do you consider yourself a soccer fan, or are you just sort of you know getting pulled into it because of Canada's success? Where are you at? No, no, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, I've played soccer my whole life, so I, I consider myself a soccer fan more than any other sport. Do you have a club team that you support usually? My club team uh, is in England, Tottenham Hotspurs. Uh, yeah, I got, a, I got a club team in pretty much every, every one of the four big leagues here in the world. So, yeah. That is, uh, that to me, that's one of my favorite team names, Tottenham Hotspurs. Like, I, I just think that's a great name. And they, uh, yeah. now they, are they not, because only, I believe in history, since they started the premiership, only five or six teams, I think, have won the premiership. They have won it, have they not? They have not won it, nope. Oh, they have not won it, I'm sorry, okay. But, they, <laughs> they but they've not, had some they good teams. They have had okay. good teams. Uh, they're, they're, they're fairly consistent over the last uh, six, seven years. Uh, yeah, probably in top four or five last couple of years, uh, but they haven't won an EPL championship yet. So. Okay, you, you caught me there. I, I thought there was one team that had won it once, like in the late 90s or something. I thought it was them, but I must be confused with somebody else. No, no, not them. Not, not them. Oh, all right. Well, I'll tell you what, Manny, uh, stay on the line, okay, because Derek's going to take your information. Thanks for listening to the show, and thanks for calling in. I'm glad you got that question, man. Perfect. Thank you. I will listen to your show every night. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate that. That is Manny checking in. So he gets the jersey, and yes, of course, Alfonso Davies plays for uh, Bayern Munich. Again, I, I think that was a pretty straightforward one. I hope. Well, Manny got it. I assume Carlos and Brandon would have known it, and everybody else uh, on the line as well. Hopefully, you can win something else from Inside Sports at some point. Maybe one of our platinum canned hams. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll have those available at some point. Uh, now I gotta now I gotta look up the Premier League. And how many different teams of won the championships uh okay uh, blackburn rovers that's who i'm thinking of they won in 94 95 uh leicester city has only one championship that was the one in 15 16 they were the surprise team that won it oh, liverpool only has won it once they won it in ninth so uh the premier league which has been around about 30 years they've only had 
uh, seven different champions with Manchester United leading the way. They have won 13. There is your uh, random soccer trivia for the evening. We'll keep diving into the World Cup with Colin Miller.